0: Hello, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 54 of the We Are Speaking Podcast. During each weekly 30-minute episode, we address some of our favorite topics, including American history and culture, government, education, and politics from a Black perspective. We are very glad you are joining us today. The podcast is brought to you by our company, the Team Owens 313 Global Creative Community. We offer branding and marketing services, including valuable eBooks online training, and small group coaching to independent writers and creative and solo professionals. You can find out more at our website, teamowens313gcc.com. As a free or paid subscriber to the We Are Speaking publication, you can access the podcast episodes through the website or on your favorite podcast player. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. My name is Pamela Hilliard Owens, and I am one of the co-hosts of We Are Speaking, in partnership with my husband and business partner, Keith Owens, who also wrote and performed the intro and outro music for the podcast. And speaking of Keith, here he is. Hi, Keith. Good to be here again. Okay, our topic this week is going forward to 2024. On the podcast this week, we're first going to quickly summarize what has been going wrong this week, Mostly with the Republicans, and then move on to what's going right, especially with the Biden-Harris administration. A quick reminder that every weekend morning between eight thirty and nine. Weekday
1: weekday morning.
0: Did I say weekday morning? Yeah,
1: you said weekend. It's weekday. Oh, oh
0: no! Every weekday morning, Mm -hmm. we uh, between eight thirty and nine o'clock on Substack on our Substack, we publish a a recorded today-in-three article that summarizes in just about three minutes. Some of the most important happenings from the day before, as well as what happened, what, what happened on that day in history. If you are a subscriber to We Are Speaking, you'll receive Today in Three in your inbox. Keith, you go through some of the things that happened this week. We're
1: well, looking over the July 4th holiday weekend. Incredibly, there were more than 13 mass shootings resulting in 18 deaths in 6 states and this is just a continuation of what we what we're seeing because of the uh, no action on gun laws the republicans always shout second amendment as they fight or loosen gun laws but the proliferation of guns in america is the result of these policies also this week on monday and tuesday the highest temperatures ever in 125,000 years and mark not 125 125,000 years were recorded it is now predicted that 2023 will be the hottest year on record. And this is quickly altering our weather on a daily basis. And one more thing, the Trump appointed judge in Louisiana has blocked the Biden administration's efforts to curb the disinformation on social media sites like Twitter. The case was originally about the lies spread about COVID and the vaccines, but it has is, it is expanded to lies about the elections and even about things people need to know about quickly like hurricanes, wildfires, etc. This is another terrible decision by the right that, that who cries about censorship against them, but then works to censor and silence everyone else.
0: And, and it's been talked about how bad this decision really is. It's worse even than what it looks like, because they have tied the hands of the Biden administration. Everybody Who works in the administration, even those people and people who people in organizations who are not technically part of the administration, but who watch these things like disinformation and misinformation. And speaking of disinformation and misinformation, those are two different things. Disinformation is when you mistakenly say something. Okay, You didn't mean to say it wrong, but it came out that way. And and so that's an accident. Misinformation is deliberate. People are deliberately, and this this has been happening, especially in the last few years, deliberately putting out lies, misstatements, about all kinds of things, but especially about COVID and about the vaccines and of course about the elections. That's when the Russians, of course, interfered with our elections in 2016, 2020 and are, and are going to, of course, try in 2024. And so the, the administration and the, and other organizations and people that monitor these things, their hands are tied. So that allows this misinformation to just grow. And not only for things like COVID and the elections, but for criminal things. Supposedly, they said tweets or, or social media posts about criminal things. Well, you'll be able to monitor those. But we know criminal
1: if, things. What do you mean? Criminal,
0: you know? If people are doing criminal things like laundering money or something like that. Right. But also criminal things like trying to <laughs> <laughs> in, overthrow the government. Okay. So because that, that's a criminal thing. So they say that that's you know that you'll still be able to monitor that. But we know what's going to happen. Because on on Twitter and everywhere else, the right is always saying, they're censoring us, they're censoring us, Donald Trump Jr., they're censoring us. But then they turn around and try to censor everything from everybody else. So this is a terrible decision.
1: And I think it's also important to know that this is also... It's part of the whole that goes into gerrymandering, and mm-hmm. uh, all part of the fact that the Republicans cannot win playing fair,
0: right? Or on their policies, oh, yeah,
1: on, Right. on the policies. Well, again, that's because they can't win playing fair, right. They, have, right? they have really no policy, right? Except whatever whatever he says, because all the polls show that the majority of people do not want what they're selling, right? So they're they're, they're so they're basically changing the rules of the game, mm-hmm. and so when they go against and now this also shows, of course, the the horrible effects of what McConnell has done right. with, with 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 holding up judges and making sure the Republicans are right-wing, not mm-hmm. Republican judges are installed. Right. Because all those- Far right Because right, although sometimes that has gone against Trump, some of his own judges have gone against mm-hmm. him. But you get judges like Judge Cannon or like this particular judge- <laughs> Who go along with the fact that obviously this is not censorship, but the, as you say, misinformation, right. the purposeful distribution of bad mm-hmm. information, because that's part of their strategy, right. is to, is same as with the COVID vaccines, et cetera. And they want to, everything that is fact, they want to view as opinion. Right. So they say, no, we don't think this about COVID. It doesn't right. matter what you think, but they're saying, but if we, if we try to correct what they're saying, amid their misinformation, then they are trying to portray that as censorship. Right. It's not censorship. No. We're trying to have make sure that people hear the truth.
0: And the Republican attorneys general, I think they are the ones that uh that put this the case out first. And this is from a couple of years ago. And as many Democrats have been saying, at the very, very beginning of COVID, the the Centers for Disease Control and, and some it, there was so much happening. It was so new and things were moving so fast. It would seem like every day there was another um, recommendation and all that. But the, the, but and so that's what they're saying that the Biden administration did wrong, putting out all this wrong information about COVID. And but it wasn't wrong information. It was new information, because when first of all, we have to go back to February of 2020, when Trump was told that a very highly contagious disease was here and he ignored that. And he tried to play it down because he was afraid it would affect his reelection campaign. Right. And so all the way through the spring, he tried, he, he, he's the one who tried to, you know, tried to uh, diminish the effects of COVID. He's the one that, um, instead of having Anthony Fauci, who is an um, infectious diseases specialist and has served seven presidents over all these decades, Republican and Democrat, they demonize him when he's trying to tell the truth about what COVID is about. Meanwhile, Trump runs around telling people, put a flashlight in your mouth and that'll do it. Um, drink or some bleach,
1: bleach right. or
0: drink some bleach and that'll do it. And Anthony Fauci just shaking his head. You know, that, that's ridiculous. And so then it got worse when the vaccines, when the vaccines started. And what people are saying is that if Trump did one thing right in his administration, he fast tracked getting those vaccines done. But then even he said, yeah, but Republicans don't want to talk about that. Okay, he even said that, and so when the vaccines did come out, of course they demonized that, and so and all of this is being done on social media sites, and that's what they want to uh, stop.
1: And the Russian effort with Putin that mm-hmm, was began mm-hmm. two thousand sixteen, that you know, the, right. the, once again putting out misinformation, trying you know, to get
0: Trump elected, right, right. Um, and then, did you want to go? On the, oh, yeah, know, uh-huh. yeah. Meanwhile, this week everything is getting worse and worse legally for Trump. Jack Smith unredacted more details about the Mar-a-Lago case. And and including a video that showed boxes being moved from room to room, which leads us to uh, Trump's aide, Walt Nada, who was finally arraigned. Beca- and people are saying he is as culpable in this case as Trump is. Nada is? No, he is as culpable. Right, Nada is. Na- nada, Nada right. is, yeah. And because people think, well, he was just doing what his boss told him to do. He can't do that. He can't rely on that because he, he was within his rights to say, no, this is not right. He could quit and walk away. And he could have even uh, tried to plead his case as soon as his, uh, Jack Smithson, but he missed that chance too. And so he was finally arraigned on Thursday, which was which was another delay in the, in the in moving the case along because they are co-defendants. Both of them, are, you know, both of them are being tried together. And um Naud, his name is Nauta. He's from, he's originally from Guam. That's why his name is Waltine Nada, right. which is an unusual name. But on his regular attorney his, he, he, no, the, tur- the attorneys that some of the attorneys that are working for Trump are licensed to, to practice in Florida, but now they didn't have an attorney licensed to practice in Florida. And this was just the arraignment, which was five minutes long. But even delaying that delays the whole process. So finally, he got some public defender who usually fights car crashes mm-hmm. <laughs> to uh, to sit there just for the five minute arraignment and represent him for that for that. And so uh, Jack Smith is also looking into election interference in Arizona mm-hmm. and um, subpoenaing, right. subpoenaing people there and in Washington, D.C. during January 6th. So, election
1: interference in D.C.?
0: A, a election interference wow. and what happened with Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani and Lynn Wood right. and all that before, during and after July 6th, especially the meeting. The the meetings in December with all those people about all different ways they could stop the stop or change the election and the tweet that Donald Trump sent out telling everybody to be there on January 6th. It will be wild. Mm -hmm. And so Jack Smith is looking into that and people are getting awfully nervous, awfully nervous. And speaking of Rudy Giuliani. (laughs) In D.C., the, the uh, organization that, that licenses attorneys in the District of Columbia has recommended that Rudy Giuliani be disbarred, not suspended like he was in New York, completely disbarred because of his illegal work before, during, and after. And has like, he recommended this? There's an organization, I can't remember the name of, but okay. there's an organization that, that does the, the barring of okay. attorneys. okay. You know, admitting them to the bar. Right. And, and it's an organization like that in every state. And so, and then, of course, in the District of Columbia. So whatever organization that is, that is in charge of making sure lawyers are, are legally available to, to uh, pre, uh, stand before the bar, which is why it's called barring, they recommended not suspension like the New York bar did, but complete disbarment for uh, Rudy Giuliani. Of course, the first thing he did, I'm being persecuted. It's not fair. Blah blah blah. You know, they, that's what they always say. So
1: didn't he have to talk to Jack Smith too? Oh yeah,
0: that's he's already he talked had to Jack his, Smith. Right, oh yeah, right, oh hard. yeah, oh yeah. That's the other thing Trump is so nervous about is what all all these people who used to support him are saying to Jack Smith. So which goes up to our next point. Right.
1: And so meanwhile Trump and his supporters are are stepping up their threats against Democrats in general and against anyone who is working against Trump on the legal front. Regular prosecutors, who are employees of the justice De- of the Justice Department, are receiving death threats against themselves and their families.
0: And this and, and and what's important to remember when we say threats, we're talking about death threats. Right. We're talking about people in Congress advocating killing Democrats, men, women, and children. That's a direct quote. Right. And, and when we say regular employees, the Justice Department has, of course, the attorney general. But uh, so many people who work in the Justice Department are just regular employees. They just work there their entire lives. That's their career, no matter who's president, no matter who the attorney general is. And they do the grunt work. And so these people who, who might be working on a specific case against Trump, somebody said yesterday, we can't go out to the grocery store. We can't take our kids to the playground. Yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. of death threats.
1: Right. I was thinking also about the lady, uh, Lady Ruby, and her right, daughter right, right, in, right. in, in mm-hmm. Georgia, who once again, all the her daughter just wanted to bring her mother, mother and daughter, and they go to the election. I mean, to uh, to work with the election.
0: Yeah, the, the and, daughter uh, was, was was an employee. Was an employee, right? Right. And yeah. and but then they needed help, you know, so on election night. Russia, so brought, she, who was a volunteer?
1: Who was a volunteer and and had their lives threatened because once again mm-hmm. Trump put them on blast. Right. For and and so this whole thing just exemplifies what I was saying before about that they don't care what they have to do to try and win and they know they can't win by standard means. They can't win by normal elections. They can't win by fair elections. So they will do anything Mm. and the January 6th is the premier example of right, that. Right. If we cannot win by election, then we will storm the Capitol and take it over if we have to. And they and so they don't care. And as you said, these are just regular people mm-hmm. just doing their job. But they figure but they but it's also showing their desperation. Right. Just right. like Trump's recent tweets, which right. are just completely looney tunes off, now. Yeah, completely, off the rails.
0: Completely off the rails. And, and and the reason why this is so dangerous is because of what happened on January 6th. And a lot of the 1,000 people who've been arrested for storming the Capitol, at least, well, hundreds of them have said, we were here because Donald Trump told us to be here. And so because it's, it's kind of hard, it's kind of hard legally to find intent in what Donald Trump did. And so that's what they're working on. Mm-hmm. But when these people, after they're arrested, of course, said, but that, the only reason I'm here is because Donald Trump told me to be here. Mm-hmm. Because he told us that the, the election was stolen and he told us to do whatever we could do to keep the election from, from being counted. Mm-hmm. Which reminded me really quickly because mm-hmm. we're running out of time. Uh, Mike Pence, who had a town hall, a very small town hall a few days ago. And this woman actually said to Mike Pence, you had the authority to change the election. You had the authority to send it back to the states. You didn't do that, and that's why we have Joe Biden. And Mike Pence had to explain to her again that Trump is wrong. The vice president, whatever vice president it is, is is acting as president of the Senate when the counting of votes. All they do is open, because he reminded people, he reminded Hurt, that the federal government doesn't run the elections. The states run the elections. Mm-hmm. That's in the Constitution.
1: But this goes back to the to what we talked about with the misinformation. Right. Because but, they, but, take, they take for granted, they don't study anything. Right. They just so listen. when they say what he told us, right. that's what they go on. And, they and don't this is go, what
0: people, all this time later, still believe. And so Mike Pence said, tr- he actually said Trump was wrong and is wrong to say this. As president of the Senate, all my, all my only job is to open the envelopes from the states and count the votes. I did not have the authority to send it back to the states. They wanted to send it back to the states because most of the states are Republican-controlled. And this is where the false electors came in because so many of the states, especially the, the battleground states, they tried—and this is what Jack Smith is investigating—they tried to send in fake— Slates of electors saying that this, that a state voted for Trump, didn't vote for Biden. And that's the whole big picture. But the fact that this woman, all this time later, still mm-hmm. believes that. And no matter how many times it could, because those of you who remember Al Gore in 20, in two thousand, it would have been 2001 in the 20, in the 2000 election when the Supreme Court handed the election to George Bush. Al Gore was vice president. And so on January 6th of that, of the next year, 20, 2001, um, Al Gore, as his job as President of the Senate, had to stand there and count the votes that, that, you know, that gave the election to Bush instead of to him. And can you? You could see it on his face, but just did his right.
1: job. Well, so it's all because Trump is a cult leader, right? I mean, and this and that's and I always draw that distinction. It's not just it's not a politician. He's a cult leader. So people when he's a cult leader, people take they, they go off signals sent right. by him. They right. don't go by research information, anything, They go strictly by that. So that's why when he says things about people like Lady Ruby or whoever, he he doesn't say go kill Lady Ruby. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to. Right. When he's I mean, I'm a cult leader, sends signals. They right. speak in cult. Right. And Trump knows he just puts out the code. He's like, come down, it will be wild. What does that mean? Right, right. I mean,
0: everything is signals. The reason why Mike Pence... Is, is having so much trouble. It's because many of the Republicans believe what Trump said, that it, it was his fault, right. that it was his. you remember the, it, on January 6th, they went out saying, hang Mike Pence. And mm-hmm. so the Republicans, the Trump followers, think it was Mike Pence's fault right. that uh, the election numbers weren't changed. Right. Okay. And then one more thing about the cocaine. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. This was, yeah, well, it was, well, it could have been humorous, but it's also crazy because of the way it's been done. But a, a dime bag of cocaine was found in the basement of the white house. In an area of the White House that has a lot of traffic, meaning a lot of people go by there. Of course, the Republicans and several journalists— which journalists? Well, one, no, uh, no. The because church, the, right? the reason
0: why I say journalists is because I saw a clip of Corinne Jean Pierre as a press secretary mm. gives a, has a daily briefing, mm. and one of the journalists at that briefing asked the question: "Why are you hiding the fact that there was coca- that Joe and and Hunter Biden had cocaine in the White House?" That was their question. And I don't know which journalist it was, but I just saw they the need clip. To find out who that, right. was. And, and 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 Corinne Saint Pierre, she's she's better than me. She said they the Bidens weren't even there over the weekend; they were gone the entire holiday week. So that's why I'm saying oh, yeah, some journalists, some journal- yeah, because they're a- trying anything to to get something on. Yeah, any trying to
1: work, well, because because yeah, um, not only Biden. Not only Biden, what they weren't even there, right? But also they don't George Biden or Joe Biden or his son Hunter. They don't even use that, that entrance. That interest is
0: for the public, right? And there's a different entrance for the family. Believe me, right? So, so they they're wouldn't there. even they wouldn't even be there. But what the Secret Service is saying that the, that they're looking at fingerprints and video surveillance and all, and they should have a report this coming Monday, which is really fast. So we'll see. Yeah, I yeah. hope it's Don Jr.'s. Don yeah,
1: Trump Jr.'s fingerprints on it. But once again, it gets back to the desperation. Anything that pops up, they're going to try and, you know, explore it. And they try to derail the train to Trump because there's so much is going against them. Right, That right. they can, if, you know, have... And whoever this reporter was is... is basically part of that crew right i don't know if it was fox or not but Mm -hmm. that crew is in there too right you are that you know because this is not something not say that i'm all enthralled with the post or the new york times and like that but that's not a question that comes from regular that's something that comes from somewhere else exactly
0: exactly and so now a quick word from our sponsor the podcast this podcast is brought to you by our company the team owens 313 global creative community we offer branding and marketing services including valuable ebooks online training, and small group coaching to independent writers and creative and solo professionals. You can find out more at our website, teamowens313gcc.com. So, in the time remaining, let's talk about what the Biden administration is doing right. Because, as we keep saying, ever since 2015, when Trump came down that golden (laughs) elevator accusing Mexicans of being rapists, the news media has continued to keep Trump in the news, taking up all of the air. That makes it much harder for the for the good things about Biden here to be heard.
1: Now and I think in that that's essential, I think, because that when they when a lot of these polls come out, and I don't discount all polls, mm-hmm. but when a lot of, when they're saying they don't want uh, President Biden to run again, or they think he's too old, and, and the first thing you have to wonder is number one, if you're sitting on a questionnaire saying do you think Biden is too old, <laughs> what's prompting this? Yeah. And I'm not saying this is not something to be reported on because yes, he's older; it's a valid mm-hmm. question. But the point is, is that when between that and the media's continuing obsession with right. Trump. Is that, obsession? That's the word. Uh, I was yeah, for. yeah. They're obsessed with him because he is what we call in the news a sexy news story, right? Right. And, yeah, and so, and so that causes a lot of problems because it's so important to put out there what he's doing, and, you know, right? Because people don't know they don't know all the stuff that he's doing, right, you right. know. And so, and so they all they hear is what, what all the trouble that Trump is in, mm-hmm. and then oh Biden's old, and oh there's cocaine in the White House, right. and that's the thing that gets you upset. They hear about that, right? Right. Because oh that's sexy. So let's right, go talk about cocaine right. in the White House. But Joanna, um, the President Biden and others in the administration, they hit the road this week uh, specifically uh, touting Mm -hmm. the the positive results that are coming, uh, especially as a result of the Inflation Reduction Act, that every Republican in Congress voted against, naturally. The president called out, he called out those. Are the same Republicans who are now trying to claim credit for the projects that are bringing jobs and money to their districts, and that's a pattern with a lot of Republicans. They do that because they'll vote against something because mm-hmm. it's the Democrats, right? And then, and they've done this throughout President Biden, and um, they did that to Obama's thing too. Whether right, right. we whether he would do something, they would you know rat, jump up and say, "Oh no, it's a horrible thing," right. and then when the job starts showing up, then they show up right next to the site and and get their picture taken, right, right. as if it's theirs. And I mean,
0: what's what, what's funny, and what when I say funny, it's funny and smart and strategic. Is that the, the Biden administration is going district by district, and the districts where the Republican voted against yeah. uh, voted against the Inflation Reduction Act? Then they say this is how many people in your district are going to get jobs and, and right, money right, and all that right. that you voted against, and so they're calling them out district by, by district, district right. and especially the districts that voted for Biden in 2020, but then voted a Republican into Congress in 2022.
1: Right, and it's, and it's as critically important to let them know, and not just for uh, for Biden, but. also, also for for local elections, for Senate and and, and Congress, because that's where you really want them to know before we retake the House and keep the Senate. Let the people in those districts know what's being done. Um, And then also uh, the June jobs report showed another month of job growth, which has been continuing beyond expectations inflation gas prices unemployment are still way way down um, all these things way to past what people thought they would be right doing right. much better i should right. say the term bidenomics is catching fire where the republicans try to make it a bad thing and biden turned it around and um, the term bidenomics is catching fire and the administration is promoting its economics using that uh, economic accomplishment using right. that phrase mm-hmm. and then transportation secretary pete mm-hmm. Buttigieg. Especially, he's traveling around the country, including in, in red states. I'm talking about the improvements to roads, bridges, and other transportation improvements. President Biden is reminding people that um, his predecessor—he never mentions his name—he just calls uh, him his predecessor. Calls predecessor, which is smart. Most politicians do that, actually, with their adversary. Mm-hmm. He had an infra- infrastructure week. Oh, it's so what you talked about. We have the predecessor had an infrastructure week um, every two weeks, it never resulted in anything actually being done. So that's.
0: You know that, yeah, that that's yeah. good, and, and and the Democrats have to keep doing that and doing it and even stronger. Mm. Number one, because Trump takes up all the mm. news, but number two, it, like you said, this is what people hear. Mm-hmm. They only hear the bad stuff, right. and they don't hear enough of the good stuff. You look if you watch a news segment in a half an hour, and, and you know in thirty minutes of news, twenty five minutes is about Trump, and five minutes is about what happened. You know something with with Biden. And as a matter of speaking of Biden, because we have to hurry up because we're mm-hmm. running out of time, Biden had a root canal done a couple of weeks ago. And somebody on the right wing tried to say how terrible that was because he was groggy. He, did, he didn't have to be put out so that K- Kamala was right. president for a while. That would have been a mess. But he did have a local anesthetic. Mm-hmm. And any, and people know when you go to the dentist, oh, yeah. you start slurring your words, you're a little bit sleepy until the local anesthetic wears off. Well, some Republicans tried to say that that was affecting Biden. That was affecting that was affecting the way he could do the presidency. <clears throat> and Corinne John Pierre said, have you ever had a root canal? Mm-hmm. I mean, duh. <laughs> Everybody knows what a root canal does to you for a few hours. It's all desperation. All, it's very it's, desperate. It, I mean, it's, it's all
1: it's just, just mm-hmm. look, look over here while this right, is going right, on. Right, right, right. And then Joe and President Biden and, and uh, Vice President Kamala Harris are also reminding people that they're a team. And this is a response because, reminding people because some of, once again, with the whole thing on President Biden, some are saying he's too old or is, right. is, is Vice President Harris going around and she's letting people know very quickly that they're a team, that she's right. not splitting off or anything right, like right, that, right. That, that, they're, that they're a package deal. Right. And, and,
0: and it's very important because, and what they're starting to do because still people are denigrating what Kamala's doing, yeah. denigrating her personally, denigrating that she's not doing anything, which is completely wrong. And so the Democrats are also stepping up, putting Kamala more into the into the atmosphere to show what she is doing and what and what she is doing. She is the perfect one to speak about the abortion issue, because Joe has said. I'm a Catholic, but I believe in choice. You know, it's not it's none of my business. But he but he even admitted it's hard for me to talk as a practicing mm-hmm. Catholic, it's hard for me to talk right. about abortion. So he sends Kamala out there and right. she is doing a great job. And, and think- even the second gentleman mm-hmm. um is out there talking about civil rights and especially anti Semitism since he's Jewish. Mm-hmm. So I mean they have everybody and out and there. Another thing
1: that people constantly need to be reminded of, even supporters of Kamala. Kamala is the vice president, and the engagement of the vice president is strictly... At the president's discretion. Good. Fortunately, President Obama and Vice President Biden had a good relationship, so he wanted to use President right, Biden, right. which was good, because right. Biden had all that experience. Other times, Vice President chosen strictly right. political reasons. We need this area of the country. Right. That we, is, not, that's you know, what we happened example, like, you know, LBJ, LBJ, and they, but they don't like them so they don't use them Right. Right. And right. They, because all they do is they're tiebreakers in the Senate. Right. That's about the only thing. That, that's the out. only.
0: That's actually the only job. The only job, only, only job our vice president, president has. The only official right. job so they have.
1: Talk about they're not doing anything. It's only it's up to the president right. if they do
0: anything or not. And it was so funny because so. in 2000, 2008 when when Barack won over uh, John McCain, John McCain, John McCain, John McCain yeah. who ran with Sarah Palin, the Lord have mercy. And but so when they realized that they had lost and it was time for McCain to concede, Sarah Palin wanted to come to the mic. John, John McCain said, no, you don't. No. You, sit, you stand there and be quiet. Right. And John McCain, this, this was like the last time Republicans had some class. John McCain gracefully conceded and, and moved on and moved on. And even the same thing with, with Mitt Romney. He gracefully right. conceded right. and right. moved on. Right. But even in the last 40 or 50 years, when incumbent presidents have lost their reelection, it was hard It hurt mm-hmm. they you know didn't they, they didn't but they did not right. Uh, uh, right. Uh, storm the capitol they did not interfere with the peaceful transfer of power they did not do everything to try to keep themselves in power this is the only time in american mm-hmm. history right. going all the way back to the 1700s and mm-hmm. early 1800s when an when an incumbent president who lost re-election has done all these things right. the worst thing before that that happened and i can't remember which president it was but it was in the 1800s some sometime one of the incumbent presidents lost re election and the worst thing he did was not attend the inauguration. Right, right. Of his, and, you know, of his successor. success the
1: one last thing before we get to the conclusion yeah. is that um, the president is also just reminding people when he's talking about all the things that uh, his administration is getting right, that the United States is the only G7 country that rebounded as well as we did, especially economically mm-hmm. after COVID. Right. There are all these predictions and projections about how long it was going to take mm-hmm. for the United States to rebound, that we weren't going to come for all Rebound is, I mean, way past right. what they thought. We're back right. on track way fast. Right. And in our inflation faster.
0: is way, way down in in Europe, inflation is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Still ridiculous. While the United States inflation is down so far, it's down the far in like 40 right, years. Right. And so they keep touting that, and that is because of Binomics and his pledge to grow the economy from the bottom up and the middle out. Period. Right. So remember that phrase. And that's all for this week. <laughs> a reminder that when you upgrade your substack subscription to a paid level, you really help to support us financially. You can also benefit us by visiting our website to see what we can offer you with our value products and services in the Branding and Marketing Academy. Our website is teamowens313gcc.com and we'll be back next week. Yep, see you next week.